What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers and award-winning beer magazine and a tasty snack the second you sign up they'll send them out in the post here and you can't catch corona from the post all you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time sign up now at beer52.com slash word that's our exclusive link that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d you'll claim your free case of beer and for every person that signs up via that link only they slide us a little bit of money that supports the podcast it helps us out it's win-win so do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, I'm getting the word nuts. <gasps> Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside, how about that? I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel like podcasting with video on YouTube, on social media at Have a Word Pod. You are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. Have a Word. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. <laughs> What's happening, boy? <laughs> What's happening, white people? <laughs> is it is it Paul Chowdhury that starts his gigs with that? Which is it, something that is it only works if you're Asian, if you're an Asian comedian walking on going, What's happening, white people? <laughs> Mate, yeah. my, my brother-in-law is talking about going back to Sheffield. And... <laughs> I don't want to sound like a massive pussy hole, but what is the situation with me driving him? Like, he's just he's just getting to the point where he's like, is there going to be another three weeks after this week? And I think there is. I would hazard a guess that there is going to be another three-week extension, or do you think it's going to be calmed down? I think they're going to do what was floated in... It, it was on in, on the front page of a few newspapers where you get to you get to select two houses that you can visit right so they're floating this idea where two houses and up to ten people so each house can not have more than five people in so you could go to your dad's and have lunch or whatever fuck am I going to be one of your houses are we getting the band back together When, when are we getting the podcast back the, when it's not over a laptop? So go on, you're allowed one house. You're allowed what, up to two houses right. where you can go. So, like, I think it's so that couples can go and see each of their parents, assuming they're alive. I right. think that's what they're doing. Right. So, like, yeah, and I think that's th- going to be the next stage. And I think that's going to be what they announced. They're going to go, look, we know everyone's getting a bit touchy. You miss your families, blah, blah, blah. So... You now have to nominate, and apparently there's going to be a form on the gov.uk website where you have to go in and go, I- I'm going to this house, and then if you're seen 
to like basically so they're not going to because they haven't got the manpower but so that they could be seen to policing it so if i if i put jade's mums and my dad's and then i come to yours they can go fuck off mate you know what i mean we we told you two houses right i well, think that's what's gonna happen at the end of this you know there'll be some people listening to this and i am as well because i've got neighbors who have already been using this rule since the fucking start of the shutdown they've been like yeah we're isolating apart from when our kids come round with the grandkids and where so and so's boyfriend comes round and our friends come round a couple of times you're like are you fucking taking the piss which they are aren't they so some people are doing it properly some people are already doing a version of this but I suppose that's a step towards the so what's the chat with me taking Sam home in the car what because I, I am a bit of a fucking wuss, Adam. I don't I, like the popo. I, I brick it, even if they're near me on the road. I think it's an essential journey. You're fine. Like, it's better than him getting a train, isn't it? Exactly. This is, this is my reasoning. Like, if he goes and gets a train and he's coming into contact with other people, if you drive him, it's just you and him in the car. I'm driving him it's from an, an isolated journey. house to another isolated house, and I'm not even getting out. Yeah. Don't get out the car. Don't help him with his bags. Fuck him. Fuck him. He stayed in your house. Fuck him. He can pack his own bags. He can get them in and out the car himself. Get the fuck out. I'm going back over Snake Pass with a podcast on. Fuck off. Literally dude. not even going to stop because the Rona, the Rona can't jog. So I'll just come round a corner, open a door, and you can fucking roll out. Yeah, fine. I'm glad you told me that because I am such a wuss. I was like, oh, Jesus, am I allowed? Like, and I... There you are. Go. And if the police stop, yeah, just put me on loudspeaker and I'll speak to them for you. Yeah, I'll put my scouse aggressive mate on. I'll be like, mate, could you have a word with this policeman? (laughs) Listen, you shit fucking twat. Fuck you and fuck your mum. All right, I'll pay the fine, Adam. See you later. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Have you ever had any... uh, Have you ever had any trouble with uh, 5-0? Yeah, I have. All right, and uh, now a time. <laughs> what was I so, even asking that? A few years ago, I was mugged in uh, the toilets of Pop World in Liverpool. Right? Oh, God. Isn't that where you lost your virginity as well? <laughs> no, that was a different shit nightclub up the road. It's um, the same woman. That was heebie-jeebies. I took your virginity, now I'm <laughs> taking your wallet. All right, go on, sorry. So someone took me phone, and like I was hammered. I was hammered, but I remember the guy saying, give us your phone in the toilet. And it was right towards the end of the night. Um, and then it took me money and my phone and my card. So I had no way to get home. So I just started walking home. Right? Right. Um, I got like a, a third of the way home, maybe a quarter. And a police car pulls up because I'm staggering down the road. And they were like, you're right, mate. And I was like, I'd really appreciate it if you could take me home. I got mugged. Someone took me phone. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, right, we need to take another report. And I was like, I can't really be arsed with all this, mate. I just want to get home. Like, <laughs> just want to live. Can you, can you stop at the Mackey D's on the way? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a fucking report. I want six chicken nuggets. <laughs> You're going to have to get this, by the way, fucking PC plod, because I have lost my bank card, mate. Um... So they took me home and took a statement off me while I was hammered. And then they did like a, a an investigation into it. And then two police officers, one who was like not just a normal Bobby, he was 
a senior officer, they, they turned up at my dad's house and they were like, uh, so it is the thing. We've looked at the CCTV footage from Pop World and there's only a couple of people who were in the toilets at the same time as you. And I went, right, but I went to the toilet a few times, so how do you know you've got the right one? Well, we're just judging off our instinct that we think this is the time you're talking about. Now, basically, what we found is oh, you can't possibly... You can't possibly have been mugged. It's just not possible. The way the people would act them when they come out. He said, now, what we can do is we can give you this £75 or whatever it was, fine, for wasting police time and forget about it. You'll get no criminal record, nothing. Or we can investigate it further. And if you're right then maybe, you know, we'll prosecute someone. You're not going to get your phone back. But if you're wrong, then you will get a criminal record. The fine will go up and you might be looking at a suspended sentence for prison time for wasting the police time. So do you want to take the fine or do you want us to look into it further? And my dad was sat there and my dad in front of the police officer went, they're being cunts, lad. Just take the fine. <laughs> so are, I just take they? the fine. They just, there's no... They're literally going to get back to the office and the only thing they're going to do on that file is take a Sharpie out and write on a date next week when they're going back round to your house to tell you that they have found out that you were lying. They'll never, they won't open it, they won't look at it because they've just decided that you're a cunt. And, and that's because they deal with cunts so much of the time when they deal with a normal person, I'm not saying they're like going up to nuns and being like, are you being a bitch, sister? Like, I get it. They're dealing with some drunk guy, but you've not, you've done nothing wrong and they're just, they're hardened to it, aren't they? So they're like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take my day out on this kid. Yeah. So I just paid the fine because I didn't want to risk getting a criminal record because I'd already started stand up at this point and if you get a criminal record, you basically can never, ever, ever go to America. No, like if you've got a, a British criminal record, they just won't let you in. No. So I was like, I don't want to risk them just being even further cunts and doing it. So I just took the AZ quid fine. Netflix, Netflix have been in touch. Adam, we love what you do. We want to <laughs> record your special. We're going to stick it on Netflix. We don't want to record it in Liverpool. I know that's what you think. We think New York. We think LA. What about Chicago? I don't know. It's going to be one of these cities. We're going to get you over here, do some warm up. This is going to be the start. Are you ready to go? I've got a fucking criminal record because I was in Pop World, right? And then I think I got mugged or fucked. I can't remember. But I lost my wallet and my virginity. Two separate stories, if I'm honest. Look, please, yeah. five zero would be in... Yeah, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> I love it when you try and make a joke with the police and then you wish your fucking hand... I was in London a couple of years ago and we were living in a bungalow at the time. I was living in my nana's old... <laughs> we were doing up my nana's old bungalow uh, uh, and basically helping look after it. And then she died, we sold the bungalow and then we bought this house. That We were there for about a year. It just dragged a little bit. St Anne's near Blackpool is a proper nana town and because of that it's very sleepy and you don't expect anything so I was away gigging in, in London and our security wasn't up to work we had a rickety old fucking nana gate and there was like old 70s slide doors at the back but security wasn't amazing but you didn't need it to be and then I got a phone call at 6.30 in the morning one Sunday morning while I'm in a hotel in London and it's Laura absolutely fucking beside herself 
She's like, <laughs> you know, when you're trying to have a, you're having a conversation with your missus, and it's basically, it's all you can just hear noise like, there's a guy, there's a guy, and I'm like, right, well, the baby's dead. Who's dead? Someone's <laughs> definitely dead. Someone's been murdered. It's not Laura. She might be murdering someone. She might be being murdered during this call. I have this with Jade about three times a week, you know. Right. Like, she'll be looking at her phone, and she'll go, oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. No. And I go, Jade, are you okay? She goes, as does not 24 hours anymore. And you're like, are you fucking kidding? I thought your mum was dead, you daft cunt. I mean, it'd, it'd be another level if she was going, why? Oh, God, why? Why? What's wrong, Jade? They're on a restricted menu at Domino's. Ah, why? So she calms down after about 10 minutes, and it, it turns out some lad, we think he was about 18, turns out he was 17, but he was like 18, 19. Laura was like, he's about 25. I think he had a knife. <laughs> he's basically a fucked up 17-year-old. This is what we thought happened. He's been getting fucking munted at his mates. Not just booze. I don't know what this kid was doing, but he was flying. I think he's wandered off. Maybe had an argument with his bird. Had an argu- he's wandered off out of the house, and he's got lost. So it's, it's so late. It's like 10 to 6 or whatever, and... It's all dark. It's getting lighter, but it's dark. And he's just wandered in long enough and got fucking lost that he's seen lights and he's gone, all oh, right, there's the party. I'm going to go back. <laughs> so he bangs on the front door. That wakes Laura up. So she's already... That's, that She's now at, like, DEFCON 4. So she doesn't go to the door. She's forgotten that she's got the baseball bat. She goes into the living room... She tries to peek out the window. At this exact point, some fucking pilled-up zombie teenager sticks his head at the window goes... <laughs> like, like St. Anne's on Sea, Shaun of the Dead. She shits it, starts crying, goes, starts shouting, go away, I've got a baby, I'll go away, I've got a baby. He goes round the back. Laura realises he's going round the back. Etta's asleep, she knows none of this, she's tiny. And then he starts trying to kick the back door in because he thinks some woman at the party is being a bitch and not letting him in the party. And it's actually a very frightened mother of a baby who is losing her mind. So they are having this to do. Anyway, he wanders it to the back of the garden. We think he takes a piss and then he wanders off. Rings the police. They come. And we're like, right, well, he's obviously potential rapist. Like, Laura's like, he was trying to murder me. I know. I think, I know. Probably rapist. I don't know. Murder. I don't. How long should he do? Ten years? I think he should probably do five years. <laughs> the police have found him in another street. He'd wandered off. So they go, they go and pick him up. He's just some seventeen-year-old off his tits, and they come round the next day to take a statement. And and they're not taking it nearly as seriously as Laura. Laura's like, it was basically, you know, when you see your life flash between before your eyes. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, he's about he's about five foot three. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and and then I have to step in and try, and I try and do that thing of like, oh. I was like, listen, you know, I don't want him to get in trouble. I'm trying to do this like cool dad thing. I went, uh, I don't want him to get in trouble. I've got two fucking police officers and my upset wife. I'm like, I don't want to get, I don't want the lad to get in trouble, but we need him to know that that is not on. And I tell you what, I, I was no angel myself, you know. And he's obviously not just alcohol. He's on some, he's on some good drugs there. I don't know what drugs he's on, but I'd like to know where he got them. <laughs> I paused, I paused for laughter. <laughs> and I tell you what, I didn't get, I didn't get a fucking any. The awkward look that the police gave me, like, do you think we're going to do drugs jokes? I was like, yeah, probably not. And Laura, like, looked at me like, why? Why have I married you? Um, yeah, we got a letter of apology. And uh, he wasn't a rapist. He was just dyslexic. <laughs> I am very Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm very sorry for trying to get in your back. I don't even know if he was on drugs, if he was just fucking off his meds. Jesus Christ. I am wired, you know. I am, um, bi- as you know, I was up all night, motherfucker. So, when did you get I to sleep? Co- I was half seven. I am, um, I bought a coffee machine on Black Friday, which was, uh, November 29th last year. Yeah. And it just sat in the kitchen because I have this thing where if I don't set, if I don't open something and set something up straight away, I get like a weird form of anxiety about setting it up. The longer I leave it, the less likely I am to like go and set it up. I don't, I can't really explain it. It sounds ridiculous because it is. But yesterday, I, because I'm on this like new sort of zoomy, want to sort me life out shit, I was like, I'm going to clean the kitchen. I am cleaning the kitchen today. So I took all the appliances out of the kitchen, so I wiped it all down. I thought, well, if I've done that, I might as well set my machine up. It was the fucking easiest setup in the world. It took me five minutes. Plug it literally. <laughs> Turn it on. <laughs> um, does it have to be attached I, to, like, the mains or anything? Or does it have to just yeah, be filled up with no, water? No. It's just got a water tank in the back. You just fill oh, it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. What time <laughs> did you phenomenal. get that done? What time did you get that done, Adam? Um, about half nine last what, night. What but time did you have your double espresso? <laughs> about half nine last <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, JJ. The thing is, normally, having a coffee that late would keep me up till two, maybe three, because I normally have quite a bit of coffee, so I'm used to it. Yeah. I haven't had a coffee since the last time we did a podcast in your house. Jesus Christ. Because I used to stop at the Starbucks on the way. It's five weeks ago. To, to get a coffee so it's like four three four five weeks whatever i've my caffeine tolerance has come right down so at half nine last night i had a very strong colombian coffee <laughs> and then was just like right well i feel great so i finished the kitchen i come up to bed i was like jade let's watch some tv should watch some telly i'm up for watching some telly let's watch some telly and jade's like half asleep like yeah we can watch whatever you want <laughs> watch a couple of episodes of the good some press-ups and Jay was like, right, I'm going to sleep. And I was like, you're going to sleep? Really? She was like, yeah, it's half three in the morning. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go down for a bit. So I went down. And as you know, I drew some sketch design. <laughs> That's for our- when you know you've got caffeine in your system. You're like, I'm going to do some drawing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I woke up to an email with some sketches. I was like, what is going on? And then you messaged me instantly like, hi, Dan. Oh, I didn't want to wake you. I was like, oh, my God, Adam is absolutely fucking flying. And then 
Um, yeah, so I did my sketches. Then I thought, oh, I didn't send Dan today's video from the pod, so I'll go and get my laptop from upstairs and I'll do that. Then I started playing around with the logo design, trying to change the colours, trying to get that yellow in for you. And I was like, I'm just doing some stuff. Uh, then I seen you tweet and I was like, oh, Dan's up. I'll text Dan and I was talking to you for a bit. And then I was like, right. I got a moment where I was like, I feel a little bit sleepy there. Like I'm awake, but sleepy. So it was about 10 to 7. And I went and brushed my teeth and got in bed. But it took me about half an hour, 40 minutes to drop off. But I forced myself to get up at one. So I'd had like five, five and a half hours sleep. Um, and then I had another coffee. Well, I've had two coffees. This is my second one. And I just feel it. Because I woke up and I was a bit slow. I was, I was like, right, I'll have a coffee. It woke me up. And uh, I was like, right, I don't want to have a nap today. Because if I stay awake, then it'll. I should be able to fix my body clock today. So yeah, I've yeah, another coffee. Just, and, and now I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm firing on all cylinders, mate. What people don't know is Adam is doing this stood up for the first time. So he's actually <laughs> decided to... He's Do you like the new treadmill? He's doing... <laughs> <laughs> I've had some uh, difficulty sleeping after Colombian imports, but it's uh, very rarely coffee, I'll be honest. Um, right. Let's, after all that excitement, uh, have a little word from our sponsor and then crack on with my curations. Now then, lids, I want to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. Basically, these guys can sort your wheels out. And if you listen to this thinking, well, I'm not like a boy racer, I'm not that bothered about my car. Mate, I drive a Volvo. And after the fucking Rona, I'm going to these guys at Trans Alloy Wheels Limited when I'm gigging in Yorkshire, and I'm going to get them to sort out the alloys that are all scuffed up and fucked on my Volvo V40 so even if you've got a sensible dadmobile or you've inherited your nana's banger soup up the wheels get them sorted if you park like a bell end get them tidied up make them look smarter go the full hog get them jazzed up get them glitzy get them gold just live your life through your alloy wheels they can add value to your car and make it look fucking smart. They use the same techniques as the biggest car manufacturers and they offer powder coating, diamond cutting, painting, new tyres, acid stripping and shot blasting, tyre fitting and removal. They do car body repairs and they have a pickup and delivery service. They also do insurance work. These guys have got amazing reviews online. Come and get your wheels souped up, changed and refurbished. And this is the best bit. All Have A Word listeners will receive 25% off everything. I'm going. I'm getting my saving. These guys are amazing. Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Get them on Facebook, Insta, online, the lot. Nice one, lids. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling triggered. It must be Have A Word with Adam and Dave. Got a couple of things. Got a couple of things. Now, this has been sent in. It's not from a listener's life, but a listener has seen it and sent it in. And I, it's just one of those ones where you're like, oh, God damn, it's so juicy. So, this was uh, all over gay Twitter, apparently. And I, again, I'm strongly interested in gay Twitter. Not because I'm... Glitter? Not because I'm bi-curious, because I just feel like gay Twitter is going to be more interesting than my Twitter, which is NFL and occasional fucking podcast banter. There's a black Twitter as well, you know? Oh, black Twitter. I, f- I found out uh, that from my black friends and they were like, yeah, there's black twists. And I was like, why don't I see any, on a, like, why don't I see anything? I can't talk. I've got too much caffeine in my system. 
fucking buzzing us. Um, why don't I see any of Black Twitter? And they were like, look, trust us. You haven't done anything bad or racist because if you'd had, it'd have been on Black Twitter. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's a good thing that you've not seen Black Twitter. Are you allowed? Are you allowed to be in Black Twitter? Can you just follow it? Or are they going to be like, yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you try and get what? on Black Twitter, they're going to be like, yo. <laughs> not welcome. Yo, not welcome. <laughs> Yo, not welcome round here, boy. <laughs> take your tweets, take your cracker ass, and get the fuck back to Pikey Twitter. <laughs> Mate, I I love it when white people pretend that they've been racially abused when someone calls them a cracker. That's one of my that's one of my absolute favourites. When El Hajjuf called one of the boy ball boys at Everton a cracker and Everton uh, reported him to the FA for racial abuse and the FA went uh, yeah no I think it's alright I think it's alright I know he used to play for Liverpool and I know you don't like him but I don't think I, I don't think white ball boys in Liverpool are throwing a ball back and then just standing there in tears going I fucking hell I've been racially abused in a football match of all places <laughs> As a young white man, I do not come to football to be racially abused. <laughs> El Hadji for such a dickhead, wasn't he? Give me the ball, I cracker. Him. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah, why do you hate him so much? Because you were the ball boy. He's just a knobhead. <laughs> he's just a knobhead. Like, he's been such a cunt about Liverpool ever since he left as well and, like, slagged the club off. Um, He was just a shit player who thought he was good and... He, he got signed on the back of a semi-decent World Cup. Yeah, one of them oh. fucking players, isn't it? Oh, you've done well at a championships. Let's get you in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he's just a fucking Jägen. Well, um, he's all over gay Twitter at the moment, is Al Hajjuf. Um He's not. Not even sure he's allowed in black Twitter. Anyway, he's not. He's definitely not allowed on cracker Twitter, which is my Twitter. So this came up. Uh, someone posted this I'm deeply in love with my wife but for several years now I felt the need to see other women this is a bloke by the way I'd never cheat and so I've been, I've been bringing up the idea of an open marriage with her at first she flat refused but I've persisted and she gradually came round I'd never cheat unless she told me it was okay <laughs> I would never cheat as long as I suggested an open marriage and she said yes. Otherwise, I'd have no option to cheat. <laughs> she's persisted and gradually came around the idea, understanding that we try it for three months. So she's basically badgered her into an open relationship. We set the ground rules on how many and which nights per week we can be out. So one of us is home with our kids and that we have to be transparent and upfront about what we're doing and who with. Just a first name, general description how we met them how far we're going with them I'm going out with tall blonde Tina from Greg's (laughs) (laughs) a general description I need first name general description and how far you're going with them Um, Linda (laughs) massive not that far (laughs) (laughs) 
Margaret, okay, nice colossal. <laughs> um, what's before we get into the uh, the uh, trouble? What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on the old open, the open marriage, open relationship scene? Um, I respect the people who can watch their partners get fucking drilled and not be asked about it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, how I do you respect them though? Like, God, if only I could get there one day. Because look, like we'd all like to be able to fuck whoever we like. But when you say you we, don't want the person you with to be fucked by whoever they like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I respect people who can go. Do you know what? She's got needs, and she, there's things I can't give her, so she needs to go with Tyrone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and very. I'm willing yeah. to let her do that because I blah blah blah. Tyrone. There's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's definitely things that other men could give Jade that I've got fucking no chance of giving her. So it would be What's nice that? of me. What's that? The seventh inch <laughs> and the sixth and the fifth. <laughs> I'm really glad that you got in there because then it. <laughs> well, like. I'm never going to be like ripped with like a great upper body strength and be able to like pick her up and throw her around the room. There's men out there that could give her that. And I wouldn't, it would be nice of me to go, I can't deny you that. Go and find yourself a nice rugby player and have a great Sunday afternoon. It would be nice of me to do that, but I can't do it. I can't do it. So I respect people who can. Be, yeah. It's very, ch- being, a, being a bloke in this, you know, talking like that, it's very childlike, isn't it? It's like a very small child who, who you basically you want to have sex with everyone, but you don't want anyone to have sex with your partner. It's the most <laughs> yeah. like it's basically like I've got all these toys and I want to keep them and don't play with them, but I want to play with all those toys as well. <laughs> Just such a childish way of how brutal would it be if you did it with like enacted with Jason for like three months? She was like right, and you just need first name, just a general description. And and how far you're going with them? And if it was like, just need first name, and she was like, right, well, I am seeing. I'm just. I've seen this guy. He's called El Hajj. Um, <laughs> he's a retired footballer. <laughs> how far have I gone with him? <laughs> You'd be nah. gutted if it was someone famous. I, I don't think it's controversial to say <laughs> if Jade ever fucks El Hajji the youth, I'm. I'm out. <laughs> I honestly don't think you want. If you if your missus is gonna get this again, this comes back to the comedian thing in it, where that would be terrible if you, if Jade banged El Hajduf. But as a comedian, you'd be like, oh, that's gonna make a fucking belting story, in it. Yeah. When it, when it, when he's like, listen, I'm taking Jade. You fucking cracker. And you're like, I fucking racism. Again. <laughs> Do you know, like some couples have like a list, don't they? Like a celebrity list. The whole pass. Right. Yeah. Where you can be like, right. If I meet Liz Haley, then you yeah. can't complain about it. Yeah. Right. Let's try and do a reverse one of them. 
So I want five people that Laura could fuck that you would let slide. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Amazon. Yeah. yeah, I just want a pretty woman. And you can get Amazon Prime for everything. I even just, a, I just want a, a, a Prime. <laughs> you offer him a shag. He turns up the next day. Amazing. <laughs> I play Jeff. You know how to get it. And um, he, like a is it what is it indecent proposal? A million dollars to sleep with your wife. I'd literally, honestly, five grand in Amazon vouchers. <laughs> Be alright. Uh, no one who I think is got no athletes. El Hajj, no way. No athletes, because there's just I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able, the next. Even if I was sat down with it, the next time I'd be so in my own head, and I'm just fucking shuffling in there and having breathing difficulties within the second minute. Like I'm sorry. Ooh, what was El Hajj like? <laughs> No, I couldn't. No athletes. I just so uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I, mean, that. I, I wanted to go and live her fantasies out with five times, so that she goes. You know what? It's fine. But still got my Adam, and love's more important. Yeah, she's not coming back, mate. <laughs> she's not coming back. So if, you, if you list, if you list, so what? You're, you're. T- I, I'm basically trying to get something out of it. Jeff Bezos. I can't think of anyone past Jeff Bezos. I'm trying to make sure my woman is satisfied. You're trying to give her five of the best nights of her life. I don't yeah. think on night six she's like, right, off I go home to West Derby. <laughs> so I'm going Brock Lesnar. Fuck um, off. <laughs> she's coming back in a mobility scooter. <laughs> Terry Crews. I thought you were going to say Terry Wayne. <laughs> Sorry, God. Terry, Terry who? <laughs> Terry Wogan. <laughs> oh, the older people will get it. Go on. So, Terry Crews. Brock Who's Lesnar. Terry Crews? Terry Crews. He's, um... Is he your gay alter ego? Nine nine. All right, no, sorry. he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The big black guy. He's in White Chicks. Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Faces past. I'm homebound. Right. Him. Yep. Um. <laughs> Idris. <laughs> oh, he's too old. Brock Lesnar. Deck from Anton Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Athlete. <laughs> Is he the one with the big head? Oh, no. He's the small one. He's the little one. Yeah, he's the little um, one. He's the boring he's one. He's in there. I'd love to get Just fucked so up with Ant. What she's missing yeah, 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 yeah. I, I reckon Ant, you know, everyone's like, he's an alcoholic. I bet he'd be fucking great on a smash-up. Just getting him on the fucking beat, getting Ant smashed and just telling his fucking Biker Grove stories. Just getting smashed in his mansion and be like, mate, have you got a trampoline? And then you could reenact the start of Biker Grove, fucking hammered on a trampoline full of cocaine with Ant from Ant and Deck, but not Deck, because he's fucking boring. Biker... Groove. Biker, shut up. Shut up. Do you know... Mate, I know you don't know who Terry Waite was, but if you don't know what Biker Grove is... No. No. You're lying. You're lying. (laughs) What? What is it? Is it like an old programme from back in your times? (sighs) 
<laughs> I really hate you. I have heard of it, but I've never seen it. Um, but, uh, cool. So we've got Declan Donnelly, Brock Lesnar, Terry Crews. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, is Dex still on the list? Yeah. If just before they have sex, he should play Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Do you remember that? That was a song that Ant and Deck did. PJ and Duncan. Never mind, I'm old, I get it. Have you seen that clip of uh, the two impressions of Ant and Deck with Will Meller from, you know, Gaz from Two Pints of Lag and a Packet of Crisp? Will Meller. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a sketch of Will being in the Amma Celebrity Jungle. Right. And uh, it's two people playing Ant and Deck and they go, right. To win a meal for everyone in the camp, all you've got to do is put ants' balls in your mouth. (laughs) 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 I'll send you the clip in a bit. It's so funny. I'll tweet it as well so that the listeners can watch it. It's fucking ridiculous. I honestly, Um, this list in my head, I don't know how you've got to where you're at, but my insecurities, I don't want any specimens I just want equally fucked near 40 year olds who are just no, right. I want three absolute monsters who can just give her the night of her life and two people so that she's like Adam's better than them alright so that she knows I'm a good middle ground there's obviously better out there <clears throat> not the best lover in the world but she could be stuck with fucking Declan Donnelly or who's another one Um, who's a celebrity who's defo shit in bed Chesney from Cory. Right, good. Right. So, Chesney from Cory. Poor old Jilly Bean in Texas going, what the fuck? <laughs> so, Jilly Bean, Coronation Street is a documentary. Um, and there's a guy in it called Chesney Hawks, and he is a dweeb. So, Chesney, Deck Donnelly, um, Brock Lesnar, Terry Crews, and Jason Momoa, the big fuck off guy. Jesus Christ, I'm worried about you. If she got life insurance. <laughs> now, how would you feel if she wanted to wander over the uh, the other side of the pitch? You know, having a away day. Lesbian. Nah, I don't think Jade would be into that. No, but say she just, you know, she just went through a, a phase. Would you give her, who, would you, would you, would you be cool with it? Yeah. I don't think it'd bother me. No weird that isn't it I think there's some gay girls listening going yeah you underestimate the power yeah I don't, it wouldn't bother me as long as I can watch I love it when when <clears throat> when Laura was like who if you could just have anyone I'll let you have sex with any celebrity who would it be and I said Helen Mirren and she was like what when she was young and I was like no now and I was sort of just doing it to to make her laugh because Helen Mirren's 76 but because I didn't laugh with it I was like no I really mean it she's like <laughs> you don't mean it I was like I do I really think she's phenomenal she's like a grandmother I'm like yeah I defo fuck Helen Mirren now and I'm not even messing yeah it's the closest you're going to get to banging I've got the some queen, millennium lube even if she's all dried up I can fucking sort that bit out oh she actually got delivered today as well Jesus Christ what <laughs> Oof, I'm not even a royalist, but 
<laughs> she played the queen. Anyway, uh, off the rails. I'll play the fucking king. Oh, fucking hell, Give her the fucking four and a half, lad. Smash <laughs> that cracker. Um, <clears throat> so, basically, three months, it's been agreed. Well, long story short, for her, it's been a big success. It shouldn't surprise me. This, this, this came from a story. Focus, you've had five coffees. Have a sixth. Get back in the game. Long story short for her, it's been a big success. It shouldn't surprise me. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's not past tense gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And for the last year, has been working really hard on her body. Anyway, she's out virtually every night on her allowed schedule. Is seen several different men of different ages and seems vibrant and alive in a way I haven't seen her in for years. For me, I love this line. For me, it has not worked out at all. <laughs> so he suggested it thinking I'm gonna be knee deep in the pussy <laughs> this is brutal and he's just on tinder getting fucking swiped left constantly and his wife's gone my husband's lets me get fucked by anyone and loads of men have gone alright yeah fucking great <laughs> is it really unfair that as soon as I read that line instantly this guy became Freddie Quid in my head <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, surprise. She uh, seems more vibrant and alive in a way I haven't seen her for years. For me, it has not worked out at all. <laughs> I want to have a girlfriend. What I'd imagine were potential hookups turn out to be more in, in my mind than reality. I've been trying to meet someone online, but I haven't found anything that excites me. Meanwhile, she's out until the early morning, several nights a week or often not coming home until noon. Full of the duke. And quite honestly, it's making me very jealous. <laughs> no shit. I've told her... <laughs> I've told her that he's jealous, and she's pointing out that it was my idea and that we had agreed to three months. Fuck you, motherfucker. How'd you like me now? <laughs> oh, there's two fingers up and the faint smell of oh. She is never coming back. <laughs> oh. This three months, mate, it's gonna get fucking extended now. At the end of this three months, she's gonna be like, right, you got two options: either I'm just becoming single because I'm getting so much good dick elsewhere, or you can just get on board with the fact that this is now permanent. So, after oh, one month of this, this is this is where it gets beautiful. After one month of this, it all went on hold due to the ongoing global situation. Although, in brackets, she's texting and exchanging pictures with her partners. Oh, the fact he has, even has to write her partners. She maintains... This is where I love it. This is how you know she's fucking gone and it's just a matter of time. She Can maintains... I Can I predict this? Well, she's saying... Yeah. That, like, it's paused. Yeah. And that these months don't count because she can't get the dick, so she's still got two months to go once when I was in lockdown. Yeah. Oh, dirty bitch, <laughs> She maintains that our agreement should include two months after the lockdown so we can start all going out again. But I think... I think... I think it should expire after three months, period. But regardless, she is clearly going to want to keep doing this, and I'm torn between how much I'm hating it and how much happiness it's bringing her. Oh... I'm so glad it's not one of our listeners so he can just rip what a fucking Joey 
Can I just say, you dickhead. This is such a male thing. It's so male to be in a relationship and be like, do you know what? I'm fucking sick of her. If it wasn't for her, I'd be smashing everything I fancied. Every woman who I've reached for the same tin of beans as in the supermarket, that could have turned into, all right, love, do you want to come back to mine? And fuck. And they'd have been round here in seconds. She's the problem. If it wasn't for her, I'd be drowning in vag. Do you know what I want, love? I want three fucking months of a free pass and you can have it as well because who the fuck would want you? You, nagging them about the toilet seat being up and not putting the fucking bins out. No one will put up with you, you dirty old cunt. And then a week later when he hasn't had a single match on Plenty of Fish and she's just constantly in the bathroom taking titty selfies. Oh! <laughs> it's perfect. She's like, I don't really want to initially. And now she's like... I'm dick, but I fucking can't take any fucking more. Oh, that dear. is the... <laughs> Only time that has been a proper relevant button. (laughs) (laughs) So three months on my own, I want to fuck whoever I want. You know what? I'm going to get totally fucking dick fat. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just keep keep her home. Lock her up until she hates you. I think I was working on a uh, stand-up routine about this. See this decision he made, right? To to let her do that. He should have had to have a wank before he made that decision. I reckon every decision a man makes yeah. would be slightly different straight after he's masturbated. Yeah. If you're going to make a big life decision before you sign up to a mortgage, yeah. before you do anything, before you want to have an argument with your wife, have a wank. I guarantee you'll feel better and feel different. That's my advice to every man who listens to this. Don't have you seen this decision. something about Mary? No. <laughs> yeah, I have years ago. Yeah, yeah, because it's the that's there's a the bit similar at, really? the, at the end of that. No yeah, man yeah. should yeah. make any decision with a bag of balls full of cum. Yeah, and he his mate is like, balls. "Are you going on a first date?" And he's like, "What does he say? Have you choked the chicken?" And Ben Stiller's like, "What?" He's like, "You telling me you were about to go on a first date without cracking one out?" It's like, well, I have to crack one out. It's like, of course you got to crack oh, yeah, one out. With the cum on his ear and she thinks it's hair wax. Yeah, because it's the whole psychology, psychology of like, it's it's like, if you are about to do the weekly big shop, it's really good idea to just have a, like a bowl of cornflakes or have a meal, do it after a meal. Don't get hungry as fuck and take yeah. a credit card out with a massive trolley because you'll come back with all the shit. I bought three legs of lamb yesterday. Oh, my God. Why don't you just... I was going to say something stupid then. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was like, why don't you just buy a lamb? <laughs> <laughs> In my head, that worked. In my head, that worked. <laughs> oh, God, mate, if you're going to buy three legs, you might as well get the fourth and the whole fucking lamb. You, <laughs> what what are we having for roast? <laughs> oh, God, that reminded me of goat. <sighs> Whew. I don't see nothing wrong oh. with a little bump and grind. <laughs> fucking goat. Right. I don't see nothing wrong with Voxel Comedy Club. Uh-huh. Touche. Touche.
Doing these adverts makes me want to go to Vauxhall Comedy Club so much. When the shutdown is over, when we're free, when venues are open again, if you like comedy and you're in London, or if you're visiting the Big Smoke, go and watch some live stand-up at the Vauxhall Comedy Club. It's just over the water, near the West End, really central. On a Friday and Saturday night, they have an amazing offer where they do as much booze as you can get, a bottomless booze comedy night. Amazing comedians from the TV, from the circuit. It's 90 minutes, free wine, cider, beer, and it's just 25 quid. There's also a spirit and mixer bottomless ticket, and there's also an entry ticket that's just £10. Vauxhall Comedy Club is open Monday to Saturday, and it's right next to the amazing Vauxhall Street Food Garden. So obviously, right now, you can't go. But as soon as you can... Get down there, enjoy yourself. Adam's played it, I'm looking forward to playing it. And in the meantime, hit them up on socials, at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Instagram, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. The show is 18 and over, so if you look young and fresh, take your ID, and if you look like me, fucking Grandad Dave, you'll get right in. See you there, Vauxhall Comedy Club. Nice one. Two mics, two leads, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Have A Word. It's time for have a word. It's time for have a word. It's time for have a word with Amanda. Um, I think the shutdown is having an effect on a lot of people, but I think it might be sending me mental because I'm starting to quite enjoy your singing. <laughs> and it's not getting better. <laughs> I'm just like an abuse victim that's been ground down. I've basically got Stockholm Syndrome of your shit singing. I'm like, I deserve it. I probably deserve it. <laughs> it's my fault. Oh, Jesus. Um, we are running a little low on Have A Word submissions. So if you are a regular listener and you want to send in, we've got about five or six at the minute. Um and a couple of them are similar to ones we've done before, so I don't really want to do them yet. Um, I mean, the amount of podcasts we're knocking out, there might if the it'd be weird to do a podcast without a have a word at the end. So if you can give us some, I mean, it's not. <laughs> we can still do a podcast yeah. without them, but I don't I really think it's want to. Remarkable that we've actually managed to do this forty-four <laughs> podcasts with a have a word at the end of everyone, and some of them got like two or three as well. Ah. Um, okay, I'm going to give you the choice because I've got two here, but we've only really got time to do one. Okay, yeah. So, do you want? <laughs> <laughs> whiny neighbours or Down syndrome baby? Down syndrome baby. <laughs> okay. Okie dokie, pick it up, okay. I say, I've learned your catchphrase. Um, all right, lads, I want you to have a word with my missus for me. She's about seven months pregnant with our son, and we found out about halfway through the pregnancy that he has got Down syndrome. I take the piss and make like make light of things by joking about it. She seems to think that because babies can hear in the womb that I shouldn't do it. <laughs> Even though she laughed when I called him Dan Syndrome Man. <laughs> My point is that you can joke about <laughs> My point is that you can joke about anything and it's the best way to not get worked up. Also, 
What absolute cockwomble thinks that a baby can understand what you're saying, even if they do hear it inside the womb? Nice one, fellas. Your pod has given me many a laugh in this lockdown. Over to you, Dan. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, I love it how mum-to-be has gone, this is why that's wrong. (laughs) Making jokes about your soon-to-be-born child who has Down syndrome. I don't think the problem with it, just from the outside looking in, is, yeah, they can hear and it's offensive to them. I think it'd be more offensive to someone else overhearing it. I don't think unborn yeah, child's like going to be like... Even if the baby can hear you, the baby has got no concept of Down syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> the plus, baby's going, they're going, are you talking about me? Because... <laughs> plus they can't hear... A fucking thing they can hear mate I've got a three year old you can say all sorts of shit over her head and she's like what and you're like oh yeah <laughs> she's not listening properly at three never mind fucking two, if seven Etta, months if you'd found out Etta was going to be Down Syndrome would you have joked about it do you think Laura would have took that well oh god uh, it's a very hard one because this is something quite close to our family. Um, Why? It's a diff. It's a difficult one. Mm. It's a difficult one because when the, you see when you see it in, when you see it in Why? real life. Do you know what? Actually, if it was my child, if if it was my kid, I think, and you are a good. If you're a good parent to any child, I think you can make jokes about parenthood. And people are like, you should never... I hated that before I was a dad, where if you did a joke or you saw a comedian do a joke on stage and then some bitchy, whingy, no sense of humour parent was like, I think it's disgusting. As a, you're not a parent, are you? No, I can tell. As a parent, and you wouldn't know, understand because you're clearly not a parent, but if you were a parent, you wouldn't make those jokes. And now I'm a parent, I'm like, oh no, I will make those jokes. They're fine. Jokes are fine. So fuck you. But I can say that with authority because I'm a parent as well. I think... When and it, I can because I've got a dog. When it comes, yeah, it's exactly same thing. When it comes to someone else's child that has Down syndrome, he's got four legs. Yours only I got think, two. Go ahead. I think you've got to be Shouts. very, very, very careful. But yeah, I'd say that to normalise anything in your life, you've got to make jokes about illness, about disability. That's the thing, but normalise it. So, I was born with a gammy eye, as you're well aware, right? And my my dad my my dad's brother so my uncle he also had a son who was also born with a gammy eye um and this is what my dad told me anyway from when he was very young my cousin was sort of ribbed by his dad for his gammy eye so his his dad would call him cock eye and bog eye and quasimodo and whatever and the idea was he's making him desensitized to it because he's like it's just a joke and his dad did that because he he knew people would like kids are cunts and they're gonna bully him for it. And if it's just joked and he's desensitized to it, then it will never affect them. Whereas my mum and my dad were sort of wrapped me in cotton wool with it. And to this day, if someone has a go at my eye, there's a part of me that like I, I do take the jokes about it very well now, but there's it still bothers me more than, for example, a joke about me weight. Like, if you call me a fat prick, I'm not asked because my argument is, if I don't want to be a fat prick anymore, I can do something about that. Yeah. It's my decision to be fat. 
but I am a little bit more sensitive to jokes about my eye. Not massively, but if I'm in a if I'm having a shit day and someone makes a shitty comment about it, I'm just like, oh, fuck off. Whereas if it's about my waist, it doesn't do that. Whereas as far as I'm aware, I don't know this for the fact because I've never really spoken to him about it. It's water off a duck's back to me cousin because from an early age, his dad sort of desensitized him to it. Could have gone so, the other way, I that though, might- couldn't it? Could have gone the other way. So it's it, uh, that 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 is that's a good example of why. I'm a big cocker. Yeah, because I mean, would it have been a massive surprise? It'd be like, I mean, cousin, you know, he killed himself when he was 18. But I think you know his dad was right. You got to, you've got to, he's got to be tough. I think if my child was born with an affliction, I would try and get him used to joking about it from an early age. Right. Not necessarily accepting abuse. But I think joking about it, I think humour is such a powerful tactic with dealing with um, all sorts of stuff like this. Um, I can't wait for you to be a dad, you know, at your your son Vincent's fifth birthday, when instead of past the parcel, we're we're all doing a roast of a (laughs) (laughs) five-year-old. Mum's crying, Jade's in tears. El Hadj Juff's there for some unknown fucking reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Little Vincent's mixed race. It's all weird, and you're roast. <laughs> Doesn't even fucking look like me, does he? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a Senegalese winger, anyway. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So, uh, yes, I agree. You agree with what? I don't know. I just feel like we're in <laughs> treacherous fucking water. So, here's what I would say. I think um, they're both right. I'm going to be quite diplomatic here. I think he deals with stuff like this with humour, as I do, and I don't judge him for that because I think everyone... It's his child as well, and if he is struggling with the concept of having a Down syndrome child, which is not going to be an easy life for the child or for the parents, um, if he needs humour to deal with that, then I think he should be allowed to make jokes about it. However, if it's really bothering his wife to the point where she's getting really upset by those jokes, it's a personal thing. Play so the room. just don't Play make the, the jokes to her. Make the jokes to your mates. Put it in a WhatsApp group. Oh, my kid's going to be Down syndrome. And you can make jokes there. You can get your humour out there. You don't have to keep consistently upsetting your wife if it's getting to her. But then again, she did laugh at one of them. So she needs to sort of make a mind yeah. up. And also, Adam's theory about, you know, take the piss out of the kid and that'll soften them up. Don't do that with your kid who's got Down syndrome. I, I think that'll look pretty tough if you make repeated Down syndrome jokes to your kid that's got Down syndrome. I think that's going to go... Yeah, that's definitely for a WhatsApp group. <coughs> Jesus, it's a tricky one, isn't it? But it is at the end of the day, one. if you're a good dad... Just be a good dad, and then the, those little those details are just details. The main the main thing is you're there, you care, and you fucking love the kid. If you make daft yeah. jokes in and around it, just doesn't matter. Just be a good fucking dad. There you go. Oh, what a nice ending that was. And I've got so much respect for you, Daniel, for picking that. Have a word. <laughs> And we'll do the other one tomorrow, probably, unless we get a doozy sent in in the meantime. Um, would you like a little tune? Tune me tune I've really enjoyed this evening. It's been a very fun one, great. Adam. I'm going to have four coffees every day. Woo! <laughs> um, today's band is called Zero Day. 
Now, this band was based in Dubai. The band, after recording the song, have already split up due to creative differences. Um, they they recorded this song in a studio in London last year and since split up. The two guitarists from this band have since formed a new band called Trial by Fire. So the new band is called Trial by Fire, but this this song that we're going to play today is by a band called Zero Day. Um the reason we're playing this one is Trial by Fire. They have no new material recorded yet due to the Rona. Uh, so for now, we're going to play this for them. They sent it in and they is this want where to play the it, other so. Is this where the other musicians went? <laughs> this is why they've got the name of the new band. Yeah, we had a band in Dubai, but now we've lost three musicians. Where have they gone? Uh, yeah, Trial by Fire. So there. <laughs> Zero This day, song so. is available to download on iTunes and there's a music video on YouTube so go check that out it was written by Jack Kivy, Angel Aroma and Millie Page and this song is called Broken Bottle it's a tune it's a bit gothy bit emo but I like it it's a tune this is Zero Day with Broken Bottle I will see you all in the morning see you to Marzies. bye Felicia bye Felicia 